The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Right now, though, we're going to follow up uh, a conversation we had yesterday around schools and a proposition from the Department of Education that schools will need to record all bullying incidents that occur. And it is, of course, a common phenomenon uh, in schools and nobody would want their children to be bullied. However, for some parents, they've got to deal with the reality that their kids are the bully. And here to discuss why this might occur and what we do about it is Stella O'Malley, the psychotherapist and author. Estella, I mean, it's such a difficult position for parents, I assume, because the natural reaction is just to kind of deny it. It couldn't be true. Yeah, I think we have made this kind of almost demonising around the word bully. We don't say the phrase bully and behaviour and I wish we did. Instead, we talk about who's the bully, who's the bully, as if there's a demon in the class or in the group. And we'd be better off figuring out that there's bullying behaviour that people can fall into and they can be guided out of, rather than thinking we've got something terrible um, that we're being confronted with. You know, children need guidance all the time. You know what I mean? They can be greedy or they can be moany. They can be lots of different things. And we don't freak out because we know they're kids and they need a bit of guidance. But something about bullying makes us think something horrendous has mm. taken place. Now, often, in fairness, the target, it is horrendous. But sometimes, and not always, sometimes there's something much darker going on, but sometimes with the bullying behaviour, they're mindless. They haven't thought about the impact. They don't quite, they haven't really thought about the person involved. And they need some guidance and they need some empathy and they need to start thinking about other people. Things that can be taught. Do, do you suspect the demonization happens? It's just a kind of a, a a cultural thing, a legacy that's been around for a long time, or is it that the other types of behaviour you talk about, kind of whinging or moaniness or something else, they don't necessarily affect other children in the same way that bullying behaviour does? So that's what that's why maybe we're terrified of it as parents because we are terrified of our child being a victim because the impact can be so devastating on the target that we, we, we have this kind of aura around the word. And so as a result, uh, my point is it's, it's easy for children to lose their way. And I'm not, I'm not diminishing the fact that the impact of bullying is so devastating. No wonder we've got this in, intensity around it. But my, I suppose I, I want to remind parents that if your child has been accused of bullying, it's a very generous and noble thing to admit, yeah, they, they've, they've lost their way. They need a bit of a hand. And I'm going to be decent enough to admit that they they do need a hand because most parents deny and they deny so reflexively without even thinking and they immediately finger point and say it's so and so it's it's anything but my child mm. and so many parents whose whose children have been targeted will be nodding at the radio going yeah complete denial absolute didn't happen didn't happen it was you you did it they turn it back around on the person so fast it would make your head spin and then we get nowhere. We literally get nowhere. So I suppose I make a plea on that point. Like if parents could say, yeah, okay, it's all right. Your kid lost her way. Some kids have a high power need and they fall into it and they need some guidance out of it. And are there common causes for the reason they fall into it? Yeah, there are. So like I said, definitely a power need. There's a kind of a, there's a few different types. Where do you get a power need from? Yeah, just some people, anybody who's ambitious has a high power need. So Michael D. Higgins, would be kind of the last thing I would I certainly wouldn't call him a bully but he would have a high power need you don't become a president of Ireland without 
a desire for power. Anybody who's very successful in their field is generally any sort of ambition expert. They will have a high power need. They like overcoming challenges. They like being good at things. They like the applause. They like they like being very, very good and powerful in their in their realm. Now a child who likes that could be guided to be a great boss, to be a president. And if it goes wrong they could end up being a a pretty awful president like Donald Trump or something. You know what I mean? And it's the same um, instinct, but it could go one way or the other. You can be mm. a benign and you can be a very good leader and you can also be a very bad leader. So it, it depends. That's not the only reason why somebody would become a bully, but it's one one of them. Well, what what are the other type, reasons? Yeah, another type would be somebody who's grown up in a bullying atmosphere and that can be incredibly difficult to deal with because the parents are bullies themselves the child has learned it. And so you, you, what can the school do with that? What can the other parents do with that? Because the other, you know, the, the bullies, parents are such as effectively saying, yeah, good for you. Dog eat dog, go get him. Yeah. Show them your, your king. Be the, so be the alpha, be the apex predator yeah. in the classroom. Yeah, yeah. And that definitely happens and that makes it harder for everybody. And when that happens, I do urge parents to try and teach your children around the concept of tricky people. Some people, you have to give them a wide berth. You have to be very careful around them. You have to kind of box clever because they have learned to behave in a terrible manner and they could ruin your life if you weren't mm. careful. They're tricky. So there's a few different reasons. Some people, may I say, it's, it's immature and it's mindless. They're funny. They enjoy the popularity. And whatever the, the, the level of the bullying they're doing, they think it's hilarious. And they haven't the empathy and they certainly haven't been taught to think of the other person and so they, um, they literally haven't thought about it. They're just so busy being hilarious and a clown mm. and not thinking of the devastated target. So that can be easily worked with. That kid can really be helped out of it. And the kid who's lost away because of a power need, they can be helped out of it. But the person who's kind of learnt it and doesn't have any sort of adult in the background helping them. Yeah. Now, in fairness, a, a very good teacher could make a difference but it's really really difficult to So if, if you're a, a teacher or a, a counsellor school principal whatever it happens to be dealing with this who are listening to us now and, and kind of maybe hoping for yeah. a, a bit of advice um, do, do they need to understand the cause of the bullying behaviour before they can learn how to deal with it? Yeah well it depends on the child because sometimes they're quite young and their ability to have insight is quite limited and so you can only go at the pace of the child and sometimes I'd meet some kids and I think they would be very emotionally sophisticated and they can handle complicated emotional points that I'm making but if you're not getting that over they can abuse that power you you've suddenly told them something that they are childish enough to to bring out into the bullying realm so you have to be very mm. careful when you're working with a child who is displaying bullying behaviour. Because if you're not careful with how you disclose the information and who you disclose the information to, whatever it is, even telling a, a certain type of bully that the target is devastated can be, frankly, something that they will use, take down and use and use against the target. So I think, and an awful lot, I find a lot of teachers are very good at it, and an awful lot of teachers aren't. And the ones who are good at it, they know what's going on. They have a deep understanding of the emotions of, of the human. Mm. But the ones who, who diminish it and try to make it simple, as if this is just a little simple situation, they can cause a huge amount of harm because they, they often make the target and the target family feel like a nuisance. 
and feel like they're just kicking off. They can undermine the target because it's much easier to undermine the target than deal with a really intractable bullying situation. That is a hard thing to deal with. Stella, listen, it's always interesting to talk to you and thanks a million for taking the time. Thank you. George O'Leary is with me now uh, in studio. George is uh, Head of Operations and Co-Founder of Young Medical Aesthetics, amongst other things, something of an entrepreneur. And George, one of your ideas that you've had is, is, is a way in which we can deal with this problem. What is it? Yeah, so it's, uh, it's a problem that is taking a bad effect on society, especially when it comes to children. Now, you can look at all areas of society and say that uh, social media has negative and positive uh, implications all around the place. But, you know, when it comes to dismantling the problem of the amount of a grip that social media has on all of us, uh, I think you need to start with children. And children are the most vulnerable, of course. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's an, I've come up with uh, an, an idea um, to, to curb this problem. Um, and what, what would it do? So the idea of the app is to create a social media. There's two parts to the idea of this app. The, the main idea uh, is to create a social media platform for the era of spatial computing, which is coming in. Uh, Apple Vision Pro and all that type of stuff. So social media apps are going to have to dev- change how they uh, how their apps work anyway. Apple Vision Pro are those goggles, basically. Yeah, yeah. those 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 big clunky <laughs> goggles. are very expensive. People will know, but uh, that's really that's one area of it. But really, the other area of it is uh, just the constant flow. And anybody listening will know that the just the complete and utter, uh, never-ending constant flow of negativity. Um, is is really can really bring people down. It can really mm. make people upset, and it can really cause people to you know have very negative thinking in general. So I mean, and and people will understand the benefits of of all of that. But is the idea then that you have that essentially this this technology would filter that out, would stop it at yeah. source, would help it get taken down? Because you know that's a problem people would be aware of that even when they report it, there's a delay in taking Absolutely. it down. Absolutely. So yeah. you stop it in its source, is that it? Yeah, so it's a, it's an idea to train neural network AI to uh, and train it on millions or billions of interactions between people online and to actually uh, be able to train an AI to detect if something is negative or negatively phrased. And let me just say, this is specific to children for the start. So if, uh, if a child is using this social media, the AI will be trained to know if something is negative, if something is being, if somebody's being mean, and it'll be able to identify that and uh, it'll be able to actually stop it before it gets posted. So you're actually stopping a problem before it becomes a problem, yeah. which hasn't been done before. Yeah, and it strikes it, it, it would solve the issue of kind of the, the, the big tech companies being slow to deal with this. You yeah. know, they, they, they seem, and look, they might deny this, but I mean, the evidence is out there. It's before all of our eyes every day. They are loathe to take down posts too quickly. Yes, yeah. No, it's, it's well known. And uh, to be honest with you, it can often come down to government uh, pressure, government regulation. Before these changes take place, they are profit maximising. Um, so I think really uh, when it comes to children using social media you have to be very careful children have malleable minds they can be influenced very easily albeit by positive or negative um, externalities I think you really have to take a look at it and you have to be very careful with what children are doing online and the way of doing that again is by creating a safe space for them to be able to you know, interact with one another yeah. because so- social media has um, amazing benefits when it's used right. So, yeah. Yeah, listen, I think people like the idea that, um, you know, technology itself can be used to solve this problem because the technology is going nowhere. It's only evolving, as George says. Uh, listen, thanks a million for popping into studio. George O'Leary is Head of Operations, co-founder of Young Medical Aesthetics. Amongst other things, said uh, George, one of these people with many irons in the fire <laughs> is the sense uh, I get. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.